0: Welcome help. back, chicken hens. You're joining me, Shandy. We're on the Chicken Hen with SM podcast today. I am doing my solo episode, just like Madison did last week. She did hers on self love. If you haven't got a chance yet, Pause this, hop on over, and go listen to her and check hers out. She did an awesome job. Way to go, Maddie. Um, we'll, Me and her will hop back to it next week, and we'll be bringing you season two. But until then, I am doing my Shandy's Anxiety Special. As you know, um, in the first episode or two, I'm pretty sure I touched base on my anxiety and how I deal with it and just everyday life with it. And I just wanted to go back there and just give you a backstory on me and how I've come to deal with having anxiety. I really didn't notice that I had anxiety up until a little bit after I had Brady. Now, of course, life factors into play and different things (laughs) change. So having a kid, of course, is going to put a little bit more on your plate and make you feel like you have anxiety. But I didn't really feel like I did until about a year after I had Brady. Before Brady, <laughs> I, it was the typical, I mean, I wouldn't, I would never say I was an anxious person. I just, I would never say I, I suffered from anxiety, but this day and age <laughs> is a different story. Um, and, of course, you know, with anxiety comes depression. They go hand in hand. So, of course, we're going to be talking about both of those all as well. Um, I used to be the kind of person that <laughs> viewed everything as, hey, glass is half full. Everything's going to be all right. It's going to work itself out. We're going to get there. And then, somehow, along the way, I just... I really started worrying about everything, and uh, you yeah, know, I think it comes into factor of having kids too. You know, you worry so much about what what are they doing? Are they okay? You want them to be okay, or just someone you love in general? You know, your significant other. But I sit here and I pray so much all the time, like, you know, dear Lord, please put angels around everybody. I Love. I just, you know, I just, I want everybody to be okay, and I know. I'm no special or more special than the next person, but I all I can do is just hope <laughs> that nothing happens. But sometimes I sit here and my anxiety gets the best of me now, and I sit here and think I hear sirens. Luke's not home. He was out and about. Is I hope he's okay. I hope it wasn't him. Let me let me call him and make sure he's okay. I can't tell you how many times it happens, and and that happened. That's not just Luke. That's with. Anybody I care about that's out and about, and I hear sirens, my mind immediately goes to the worst. And that's in any situation, not just that, you know, I think with Brady, (laughs) he's, he's a crazy young boy. He's all boy, but he scares me because he does some wild things and I just, I don't want him getting hurt. And that's anybody with their kid, at least anybody in their right mind, And I just, I hate assuming the worst. And of course, majority of the time, the worst doesn't happen. And w- way past majority of the time, that never happens. That's just where my mind goes. And it's a constant struggle. Like I said, when I talked about it in the beginning, um, sometimes it can take you to your dark place. And and it's such a, f- it's a pain in the fucking ass to get out of. And sometimes all it takes is someone just, they're going to have to pry. And poor Luke sometimes. He just really has to get in there and, you know, push me out of it, pull me out of it, because I'll stay there. And I'll, I'll I'll be my worst enemy, like I said before. You or you your worst enemy. I'll sit there and I'll tell myself, you don't matter. You are the, end the totem pole when it comes to everybody. You're the last thought when really it's not like that, you know, it's just, you You start telling yourself this stuff, and you, you want to believe it, but don't, you know, you can pull yourself out of this, and like says, said, sometimes it takes somebody else helping you along the way, and don't be scared to take that help, I'm slowly learning to take the help, and I'm slowly learning I need to start dealing with situations in a different way, instead of just like, freaking the fuck out because that is me. I'll freak the fuck out. I need to take a breather, take a chill pill, as they would say. (laughs) So it definitely puts a strain on relationships. That's another thing that anxiety does strain on relationships. We could be having the best day and one small thing go wrong. And I think it's my fault. I suffer from, I'm sure it has (laughs) a name, but I always seem to think it's my fault, that I could have stopped it, I could have changed something. And I, I hate that about myself because I know it's not always my fault. And I know it's not always up to me to keep everything under control, but it's it's hard sometimes. Um, it's a constant battle. And again, you are your own worst enemy. And one thing, one of my friends, good old Jason. I don't know if you, if you're gonna listen to this, but um, I remember you telling me a long time ago, a few years back, too, when you start having those bad thoughts and you start thinking the worst of yourself and putting yourself down. Start thinking of the good. Like I have this, you know, this is good about me. This is good about me. This is good about me. Like try and outbeat those bad thoughts you're having about yourself, even. That sounds like a a really hard battle, but eventually you'll get there. You know, whether it be one or two things at first, eventually you'll get there. And you'll be able to beat that. And that's definitely helped me along the way. Um, And sometimes with anxiety, too. uh, Because there's so many different anxiety disorders. So many. (laughs) Uh, And like I said, I'm self-diagnosed with this. I I just know. (laughs) I just know. Um, And I think that's a lot of us too, especially these days with how healthcare and everything goes for us common folks. (laughs) Anyways, um, how you feel and how you look, how you feel on the inside and how you look on the outside can be two totally different ways. Because me, like sometimes I feel fucking terrible on the inside, like I hurt my heart physically hurts. Like I just, I just want to cry, but on the outside I'm okay. Why? Because I put on a game face for my fucking kids. Like that's what you're, I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Go cry, (laughs) go cry in a closet or the bathroom or wait till nap time. I don't know, but I put on a game face for my kids and I, you know, I think that's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes they see me cry, but like I said previously, it's good to show emotion. I think that's, that's with everybody. (laughs) And with being a mom and having anxiety, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and my husband works, and God bless him. He is an amazing, amazing. I don't tell him enough. I don't show it enough, and I'm guilty that he knows that, and I wish I could show it more. I wish I n- knew how to. I w- And I'm sure I'm probably doing just enough, but to me, I feel like I'm not, Um but being a stay-at-home mom definitely plays a factor into my anxiety levels. And any I feel like any stay-at-home mom or someone who has been a stay-at-home mom before is going to understand this. Um, I don't have a lot of adult conversation. I talk to my sister a good bit, <laughs> as y'all know. Um, I, and I talk to a few other outside people. But really, I, I talk to my kids. That's... I'm a homebody, too, so I guess that's a little bit of my fault, but I don't want to do anything else right now. I guess when my kids are a little bit older, I'll, I'll maybe want to start having a little bit of more of a social life, but not right now. Um, I care so much about everybody else around me that I forget to care about myself sometimes, and I think we're, we're all guilty of that to a point, but I just... I, it's one of my weak spots. I'm trying. <laughs> and if this isn't the first episode you've listened to, you've gotten to know that a little bit about me by now. I just want to say again that you're not alone. You're not crazy if you feel a certain kind of way, especially if things happen and you just, you freak out like me. I just do. I like things that go a certain way. And if they don't, I freak the fuck out. And that's something I'm working on and anxiety I'm trying to work on as well I'm trying to find different ways to manage it and not be so negative because I know that can happen and I feel like I've done a very good job over the past few months I haven't let things bother me so bad but of course you know when it rains it pours and (laughs) sometimes we have our episodes and I think that's with anybody with anything Um, I want to say When I say you're not alone I mean You're not alone (laughs) We are out there There are other people that feel just like you I wish more of us would come out and talk to each other And talk about it And we would face it head on Instead of keeping to ourselves We'd probably be a little bit more happier And uh, It sucks feeling this way It it really does And I, I hate I hate bringing a good day down because of it, or ruining a really, really good day because of it, but sometimes it happens. All you can do at the end of the day is reflect on how you can be more positive and and come about it a different way the next day. I mean, it's all about working on it at the end of the day, working on yourself, and that's what I'm doing. And that's what I've been... I'm coping with my anxiety. I'm learning different ways to deal. Um, Hopefully one day there will be other ways... (laughs) Other legal ways to deal. But unfortunately, until then, there's not. Um, So until then... I'll just be doing my thing. And (laughs) using Madison as my stress relief. Poor thing. Um... Another thing I said early in the season is have somebody to talk to or your, your thing, whether it be crocheting or skateboarding or making beer. I don't know. Whatever your thing is, just find something to do, but find an outlet that, you know, helps you relieve something when you can feel it building up. Like sometimes I, I like to step away and just take a moment to breathe because sometimes all I need is just that, that moment. And, or that phone call with Maddie, like sometimes Luke will say, just call go call Maddie. But at the end of the day, I think we all, we all suffer in some sort of form, shape, form, or fashion. (laughs) But we're all, we should all be here for each other. And that's what I'm here to say. You're alone and fuck anxiety, man. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and end it on that note. Uh... Me and Madison will be back next week together, and we're very excited to bring you season two. Big things ahead. We will ha- we plan on having some more guests this season, too, so that's exciting. And of course, we'll be bringing Jazzy back on a few episodes here and there. She did an awesome job with us. Again, we have 10 episodes plus a bonus episode of Madison and me now, so we have a total of 12 episodes. Of course, as y'all know, word of mouth is a really good way to get things out. So if y'all still like listening to us and y'all enjoy listening to us every week, pass us on, man. Let us feel your friends come along and share the love. (laughs) Um, And also, if y'all happen to possibly want to support us, no biggie if not, um, there's a button on here. And you can go support us for just a couple bucks a month. If not, no worries. We're still here for y'all's viewing, listening pleasure. Um, like I so next week we'll be back. Thanks for listening to me. And we're all in this together, people. Peace out, chicken heads.